You're listening to the Worship Hearts Podcast, presented by Louder Than Stones. Hello and welcome to the Worship Hearts Podcast, the collision of spiritual growth, effective leadership, and practical application for worship pastors and lay leaders. It's a conversation about the fun, the facts, and the fear of leading worship, where every week we dive into the practical and spiritual joys and struggles of leading worship in a world of worshipers. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Worship Hearts. And uh, this is kind of a continuation of last week's episode of guitars and um, kind of the... um, what is your go-to? What do you enjoy playing for uh, for leisure time as well as for recording? And what you and, use for leading worship in your own congregation? So welcome and, back and welcome. And we got show and tell this time. We got yeah, we got show and tell. But uh, welcome to Matt too. So thanks hello, hello. for uh, thanks for joining me and uh, actually putting all this together. So. You're you're my uh, electronic guru guy, so yeah. And I got me a brand new one, a uh, little show and tell, brand new one. And I've already thrown the package away, so I can't remember what it's <laughs> called. But but it's a real nifty little uh, capo here. We're doing a little episode tonight on capos and what you what you prefer a capo to look like, uh, to sound like, and I know that they have. Um, they even have, um, well, I'm going to call them short ones now because I've lost the name, the title of them, but they have where you can just measure up certain, mash up a few, yeah. key, just a couple of strings. They're cut capos, I think is what they call cut them. Cut capo. And, uh, and you can actually do a quite a bit different tuning with all of those. So They're uh, weird. That's what it comes down to. They, they, they are weird. <laughs> and... Uh, but it's pretty fascinating to think that all of that can be done and yeah. and and done well. Uh, smarter people than me uh, can use one of those things. But uh, but there's uh, this one I just got and and I'm starting to try it out. I have one that's called a G7 uh, capo that I use on my tailor at at church, um, and um, I got this one to kind of play around and see how well it was going to do. Um, uh, you know, if you're if you are a guitar player, you know about you've all, you should have heard uh, about the capo, um, and uh, it is a magical, magical little device that will help you do lots of fun things. Um, Absolutely, it it was, uh, and we've talked a little about this uh, in past episodes. It was my salvation on more than one Sunday morning, uh, walking in with my crew and going, okay, we got to change the key for this one and this one. And what do we need to do it in? And all right, that won't work for the orchestra. Can we do it here instead of there? Right. Yeah, okay. Right. All right. Yeah. That will, that'll right. work. No, that won't work. You know? Uh, yeah, it, it's, which, it's really nice to just be able to. Which is the fun part about this, this new one I got, you can roll it. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of just, you know, places itself in wherever you wanted to go. See, and, and to me, 
that would probably get me in trouble because uh, I have to I have to consciously think about where I'm going with my capo when I'm placing my capo because I have on more than one occasion started the song in the wrong key and my oh my yeah pianist, my pianist looks over <laughs> at me going what are you doing <laughs> yeah 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 playing in the key of M right so yeah uh yeah and that's happened to me a couple of times too and um uh so yeah it does it does mean that you have to pay attention uh but it also means that you can become uh, quite a little more versatile uh especially on a spur of the moment uh kind of an idea um and especially if you can read well what is now classified as Nashville numbers. Uh, if you're good with just doing the one, four, five chord and throwing in a six every once in a while, it doesn't matter what key you're playing in. You have a capo and you can make your adjustments accordingly. So, so it does, it does have uh, quite a bit of advantages to it. So, yeah, um, definitely. some purists, if we can get down to it, some purists would say, yeah, you're, you're cheating. And, uh, and I would I'm agree. Gonna, I'm going to say, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here's, here's my problem is I have short, fat fingers, you know, and so bar chords don't come easy for me. So, uh, so being able to, to change the, the whole tonality as well as the key uh, with the, you know, flip of a switch, as it were, uh, and a capo, whether you are uh, finding one that will, fold over the over the strings or find one that will you know go over the strings backwards or whatever so uh what were those ones that you had there and uh, i've got i've got a couple different ones the the the, this is the one that i typically play with uh similar style to what you've got there this is a uh let me see if i can read this jim dunlop made in the us of a uh right there stamped on the little thumb piece uh, and, go. and this is this is kind of the modern iteration of uh, of what I'm used to or what I started with rather it it's inverted essentially uh, it used to be that this piece that would contact the uh, the strings was actually on this bottom finger so the capo would go on like like this over the strings here right instead of and so I like this a lot because I can reach up, you know, reach up on the neck of my guitar and just grab it and move it wherever I need to uh, that way. So is that that's yeah. what that is, the older style? Well, and this is yeah, this is one that's uh, inverted as it as it were. Yeah. To, uh, so it goes over top. You know, this yeah. Way, yeah. 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 Over top. And uh, but I mean, they do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so. Kind of like when we talked about last week about what's your go-to guitar, what's your go-to capo? What's the simplicity of a capo and how how easy is it going to work for you? And what did we say about guitars? Find one that fits. Find Good. one that works for you. Right. Find one that, that fits and, uh, and make it work for you. You've got some other um, other items up for display yeah, this there is, too, don't this, you? This is a young brand capo or s and h it's got a patent number on it as well but it's it's a little different sorry i'm fighting with the camera here 
uh, this is like a ratcheting style. So it, it opens up completely. This is where the strings go right here. And then you squeeze it down on there. Uh. And, and there are pros and cons to this style. Uh, a huge pro is this tends to keep uh, or, or maintain consistent pressure across the strings. Uh, but it's also very easy to torque it down too far. Uh, too much. Trying, to, <laughs> trying to bite things down and you end up bending a string or, uh, or can mangle some of the frets there. So, uh, this is, I, I don't play with this one typically, but it's nice to have in the bag. Uh, if you've got a guitar that, that maybe the strings are a little high off of the neck or something like that, this, this can help right. bring, bring it into submission a little better and, and dial it in where it needs to be. Right. And I have another one at the office and, uh, I think it's uh, called a shark. Um, and it has actually, uh, has the capability it's, it's spring loaded, not, not much different than this, although it does the apparatus on how it is designed, but it has a spring that you can actually adjust the tension on with the spring so that you aren't overpowering the strings and you're not, you know, putting too much pressure on the neck of the, and the fingerboard. So fretboard. Nice. So there's a you, lot of different things. And of course, then the G7 that I use is real easy. It just a click and it, you know, adjusts yeah. up pretty easily. You, yeah. There you, you go. You said shark. That's, it it's ah. ac actually looks like a shark. Isn't that cool? I'm going to have to get me one yeah. of those. Yeah. Uh, not sponsored. Yeah, just but for the nostalgia of cool. it, you know? You know. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just because it looks cool. Yeah. Just because it looks so. cool. <laughs> Sorry, I had, those, those, I had to go there. All those concerts that we're doing, you know, because they have to, you know, we have to have that one, you know, right. shown in what we're doing. You know? Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> so oh, and speaking of concerts or speaking of events uh, i will i will do a shameless plug here in the middle of this uh in the middle of september in western west C central west western central arkansas uh, uh the metropolis of waldron arkansas uh we're going to be taking worship hearts on the road for a worship workshop weekend a ready weekend so uh, we'll give you a little bit more information uh, in the next week or so, and you can get registered for that as well. So, yeah, love absolutely. to see anybody and everybody show up there and bring your praise team. There's, there's going to be lots of great stuff. So absolutely. it's a Saturday event, so it's not not a whole lot of uh, difficulty to get to and so on. So, but yeah, but there's a shameless plug for a worship arts ready weekend. So. So, uh, Dad, you, you put up on our Facebook page uh, questioning our followers what sort of um, equipment that they use, uh, in particular with capos. I'm trying to get it pulled up here so we can see. We did have uh, someone chime in, uh, Miss Sherilyn Keller. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for dropping a comment for us. But uh, yeah, she's a new she's a new acquaintance of mine, and uh, is a song singer songwriter, and uh, yeah, I nice. Believe she's living in California now, but uh, but is very very much uh, uh, wants to be involved in uh, 
teaching people how to better hone their skills in songwriting and get them in with movies and TV and all of this other stuff. So yeah, it's been fun to have conversations with her. We'll have to have her on the on the podcast sometime in the near future just to just to say Absolutely. hello. So well but, this yeah, was thank the, you. Uh, thank you, Sherry Lynn, for for chiming in. Yeah. Yeah. This was the uh, the capo that she shared. Uh, she said uh, uh, her uh, let me pull up the, her comment so that I don't mess it up. Uh, it's a shub. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Shub, shub, uh, shuby. I, I don't know. Old school, but still my fave. Uh, and this one, you can find this one at uh, uh, Sweetwater. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's an interesting little design there. Little, the it's it's got some spring to it, but kind of tightens up and and it's interesting. It's different, but it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and to, uh, it, you know, not sponsored Sweetwater guitar center. There's a, yeah. a, a musician's friend. There's a lots of places where you can get these, um, these capos. Um, and, and probably, probably could look them up on Amazon too, but, oh uh, yeah, but yeah, you just, you want to find something that's going to work for you. It's going to be easy to use. It's going to be e- easy to manipulate, in, in how you play and what you play. And, uh, and then there's, you know, just simple, simple structures of, of what you want to do and, and using the capo. So, yeah, and, I, uh, so, uh, it was worship in worship Sunday morning and, uh, the, there's, there's a, a worship pastor and another guy who's, who's been leading uh, a lot of the songs lately who also plays guitar uh, both of them kind of rhythm guitar with a little bit of lead thrown in there. Um, and, and they were playing either in B or C. I couldn't quite make out which it was, but they had the capo on either the fourth or fifth fret. And, uh, and, um, well, let me take that back. The one guy who was singing more had his on the fourth or fifth fret. The other worship leader had one on like the seventh fret and then, like the 10th or 11th fret, but it was one of those cut capos on the top half. And some of what I was trying to figure out, he, what he was doing (laughs) with the chords and key. Cause like he'd, he'd play a power bead that would be half over the cut capo and just all kinds of weird, wild stuff that he was doing. And I have no idea what was going on with it, but it was interesting to see, um, and that's another fun thing you can do too. When you have multiple guitars, um, actually tried to do this. We were working on uh, on a, a Sunday morning of worship where we had five guitar players, and uh, and each one of us was going to lead a song, and uh, and one of the songs in particular, uh, the one of the guys who was leading had gotten music in five different keys, uh, and, and 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 so we were placing capos on different positions on the guitar. So all five of us were going to play in a different chord progression, but in the same key uh, to make it all work. It was, it was going to be a really fun little thing. I I forget what happened. We weren't able to do it, but it was a really cool, uh, really cool little fun experiment that we were working on. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's, there's a lot of fun you can do with, with capos. And, and that's, and that's just it. That's the amazing part too, is it's not just about being able to play in a different key because when you use the capo, it doesn't just give you a different 
key. It changes the tonality of the key that you're playing in. Because now all of a sudden, your your strings are structured differently. Mm. And, and they are not as heavy or as bright, depending upon which way you go with the capo. So it really does create, I, I, I've done this a couple of times before too, and when we have some other uh, folks playing guitar, rhythm and lead, and it, it just changes the tonality. And then you're playing against a keyboard, electronic, which is not supposed to ever go out of tune or out of pitch, <laughs> uh, quote unquote, you know. Right. Um, but then also against another stringed instrument, a piano, generally speaking. Uh, so you have all of those uh, all in the same key being played, but the tonalities of what is being played because you've got them pitched differently and you're playing, you know, in, in B flat on the third fret, you're playing in G. Well, you know, that, that changes the whole tonality of actually playing a B flat in an open E guitar. Right. So, right. so it's a lot of fun to be able to play around and mess around with some of that stuff. And so, yeah, I uh, I struggled for a long time with the uh, playing in C, so the C, the F, and the G progression, trying to trying to move those around. And there's a lot of popular worship songs that have that. Uh, Hungry uh, is yes. is one of them. Uh, Cornerstone is also in C. Yes, uh, uses those progressions. So I love playing in G. And uh, and then so capo five, it's in C. There you go. But there like you you're go. saying, it changes to go from here to that open C. It changes the tone of the guitar. It changes the attitude of the guitar almost. Oh yes, uh, definitely. And, and the sound to be down here, and it's it's out of tune because I just got it out of the case, but. Uh, gee, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, all you perfect pitch people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's to to give a practical example of exactly what you were talking about. You you went all sophisticated and 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 highfalutin college talk with it tonal quality stuff and all that i had to <laughs> i had to bring it back down to us yeah yeah us normal it folks changes so. the sound that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness no hey it's it's a a lot of fun to be able to do this and to be able to play and it also too just really gives you an opportunity to be able to sit down and play with anybody else so yeah. So yeah. maybe you're playing with somebody who can do E flat or A flat and 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 all those fingering positions and the goofiness of how all those bar chords come together. Hey, you know, I'll be like, I'm gonna slap on the capo here and play, you know. <laughs> and right. I'll figure out I'll figure out what key you're in by putting this on the fretboard, you know. Uh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's at some point though you, you get way that you get way up here and it is just you might as well just, <laughs> just take it off just no, take the silly no, thing okay. off so. 
but but that is again you know it gives you uh the freedom the opportunity the capability uh maybe that's where it gets its name the capo but it gives you the capability um i'm sure it's italian i think so um but it really does give you the opportunity to play with just about anybody else that's playing around so i like that title for this episode better capabilities capability the capabilities are endless there you go that's yeah yeah. (laughs) that's that's way better than what i had so that that will work (laughs) that will work oh is there anything else you wanted to touch on uh to do with capos i have one other fun little gadget we talked about last week that i wanted to share oh well let's do share do share do share this is that uh that here i'll I'll put this out of the way this is that anti-feedback little gadget gizmo that i talked about sorry for those of you uh audio only i am showing uh what this is it's a planet let's see planet sanum sanum or maybe it's wait oh there it is planet waves it was written the other way um yeah, Planet Waves, made in the USA, uh, and it is just—it is literally just a little rubber, uh, flexible piece that slides right in the hole of your guitar, and it—it—it uh, it, it does. It does dampen the sound just a little bit. Uh, so if you're playing primarily acoustically, uh, this this may not be something you want to leave in there all the time. But if you are plugged in anywhere, I highly recommend. Uh, something like this. It doesn't have to be this brand, but something like this to help with the feedback. It makes such a big difference. Yeah, especially if you're standing right in front of a monitor. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Those of those of us who still are uh, living with a wet stage, um, yeah, in leading worship. So, um, we're we're we've got some talks going on around up here about. Uh, uh, coming into the 21st century with our sound equipment. So uh, I'll keep you updated as we come along with that too. <laughs> you you uh, wait too much longer. We'll be creeping up on the 22nd. The 22nd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I won't be around <laughs> that long. So, but they, And they may not have me as the worship pastor by then either. So, um, But uh, yeah, no, I've got one of those uh, feedback uh, busters um, as well that I use every once in a while, just depending upon, uh, again, the situation I'm in and what we're doing, what we're playing. Um, and especially, yeah, it does, it does kind of muffle it just a tad. It takes away some of the brightness of what a sound hole is designed for, but, um, but you still get the full effect of a, of an acoustic guitar. And especially if you've got a good one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, it, it's, some guitars take to it better than others too. I, I think uh, that that can make a difference. It it like you say it will change the tone a little bit, but it's not so much that it's some guitars pick up on that feedback a lot easier than others. Uh, and that's and, true too. And so it it can make a huge difference with some, whereas others it, it's not always necessary kind of a thing. But I love it. I, I love having it in there. Uh, and it, it just works really, really well for, for what I do and for the situations that I typically play in. So, yeah. 
Well, and t so tonight, evidently, uh, has kind of morphed into this idea of tonal qualities, if you uh, will yeah. allow me. It's not really a 25 cent word, but uh, but the tonalities of guitars that you use and, and the, the equipment that you go along with them. That being said, uh, capos, um, the type of pickup that you have on your acoustic guitar mm -hmm. that has been electrified. Um, we, we can do a, an episode of that sometime in the near future as well. Cause there is a plethora. Here's your 25 cent word. There's a <laughs> plethora of pickups that are available. Um, and they are designed so differently just depending upon the way they are designed. Um, some of them are magnetic. Some of them are just simply uh, pressed into the nut of your guitar, or the bridge of your guitar. Some of them are uh, actually have a microphone inside your guitar. Some of them are battery powered, which are active. Some of them are passive. Some of them, you know, it, yeah, there's just a bunch of opportunities. And it's all things that will help you make what you do sound better so um but it is also it's also very subjective to the player themselves yeah yeah uh and i will tell you um i i know this much about pickups so that will be a tremendously educational episode for me as well so uh that that'll be a good one well, we'll need, we might need to do a little homework and see if we can't find somebody that knows more about them than both you and I together. That would be to awesome. Come, to come on the podcast with us and kind of share uh, the way they're put together, the way they're designed. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that would be great. So we would love that as well. So, But tones, find a guitar that fits. Yep. Fits you physically, uh, lengthwise and size-wise and thickness-wise. Um and and the way it fits you sound wise and the tonalities and and uh, if it's a bright guitar or if it's a a solid or a more low tone guitar so the tonal qualities are a big part of that too so yeah absolutely uh, add, add the capos to it which one do you like that's easy to use which one that you like if you're in the recording studio because you want a good solid fit or if you want something to do live, it's going to be able to make it easy to move while you're doing live shows. So, yeah, all of those things, man, find something that makes it yours and that will work for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, more really good information this week, Dad. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the, the gear discussion. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure we will have more of it in the near future. Uh, a little teaser for an upcoming episode. Uh, we are going to have an, a guest on, someone who has not been on the podcast yet, uh, to talk with us a little bit about uh, lighting and, and light design and what lights can do for you in your space uh, and the importance yeah. of it in the process. So And a little bit of set design too. So Yeah, yeah. So be sure to uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for being with us this week and for listening and watching. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and YouTube. And, of course, all our podcasts can be found at Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. 
And uh, if you have any questions or uh, concerns or ideas or things like that for future episodes, any more gear you'd like for us to, to talk Ooh, about? Party time, party time. Yeah. Give us oh, a holler. Yeah. Uh, you can you can send us a message at messageworshiphearts at gmail.com. But that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.